You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 249. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, how are you? Okay, I wanted to create a podcast that would help you see what has gone unseen. So I've designed this episode to give you a structure to decide your next move. You can decide your next move in lots of different ways, but what I see is that there are a lot of lawyers who don't clear up what they want, so they are unclear on how to move into the next version of themselves. It's true of lawyers, whether they work for someone else or have their own practice. So as I walk you through this structure, this process that I've created for you, I want you to think about the questions that I pose in a way that serves you and where you are right now and where you want to go. Whether I give you an example that is exactly spot on to what you're currently experiencing, I want you to really imagine that these questions are going to take you to the next level when you start thinking about them in the context of your life. If you are driving or you can't write these questions down fast enough, I want you to go to the show notes at dinacataldo.com forward slash 249. You can get the transcript there. It's going to have all the questions laid out. And then you can just use that as your your structure for three days, which is how I've broken this down into so that you're not doing it all at once. I want to give your brain the opportunity to digest these questions and your answers over a period of time so that you can come up with new answers for yourself. And this episode is really for lawyers who don't feel like they have anyone to talk to about their next move. A lot of lawyers I talk to, and I used to be one of them, don't feel excuse me, they don't feel like they can trust people in their office or they run their own practice and they don't have anyone that they can bounce ideas off of. This episode is for you. So this is what I would really like to see you do with this episode. I want you to block out three mornings or evenings to do this work. Let the ideas from one day sink in and then let each day's work percolate to help you think more clearly. I've broken this podcast into three days. So you can sit and answer these questions, do it in writing. I know you may enjoy typing. A lot of my clients do, but there's something more tangible about writing that helps us think and retain information differently. You can do whatever you like, but I will offer that to you. Okay. So day one, here are the questions I want you to ask yourself. First, what do you enjoy about your current position? Do you enjoy working with people, teaching, managing people, crafting arguments, writing briefs, brainstorming ideas with colleagues? Write down everything you enjoy, no matter how trivial you think it is. Question two, are there any skills you have that you wish you used more? Negotiating, streamlining processes, researching. Question three, is there anything you want to do 
whether in or outside of your practice that you're not doing currently. For me, that looks like doing more speaking engagements and appearing on more podcasts. It also looks like focusing more on growing my YouTube channel. What is that for you? And if you do have other interests, the next question is, what skills would you need to learn to do those things? It may look like self-promotion, feeling the discomfort of going to networking events, learning how to hire and fire people, learning how to manage people. What are you going to need to learn to make the desires you outlined in the last question happen? So that's it for day one. In day two, I want you to reread your notes from day one and ask yourself, does anything else come up for me here? And then ask yourself, what do you wish was easier? Do not hold back in this section. This may feel like it evolves into a complaint fest, and I usually discourage that. But for purposes of this exercise, it's important to see everything that you're thinking. So write it all out. Then reread this entry and pull out just the facts. Now, there are no emotions in facts. I know that a lot of people would disagree with me on that one, but there are no emotions in facts. So there is finding the perfect person because it's just so darn impossible to find them. Or there's hiring people. One's dramatic. One is simple. There is um. Uh, nobody's willing to help me in court. It's just the worst. I can't believe they won't they won't help stand in for me. And then there is finding people to stand in for me on court appearances I can't make. Right. So notice there's a difference there. Maybe there you have a lot of phone calls from clients and you end up sometimes I'll hear like, I just my whole day goes to the wayside. It's like I just go down this rabbit hole and there's also just handling phone calls from clients and prospective clients. So just recognize our brain is prone to the drama, which is fine. But we just want to recognize that our brain is prone to drama and then take out the facts. Then go back and reread the facts you just listed. And just by doing this, some of the drama is going to be peeled away. You're going to see that some things aren't as bad as your brain was telling you they were. So cross those facts out that you see are not actually problems. So for the problems that remain on your list, let's start brainstorming how to solve them. Your brain may say it's impossible to solve them, and that is normal. Do not listen to it. And there's always a solution. You just may not like the solution. There's a difference. So just brainstorm, start to really think about this and write down things, even if they sound ludicrous, just write them all down. This is a brainstorming session. And then if you see solutions but you see them and you don't like them, why don't you like the solution? It usually comes down to how you'll feel, whether it's discomfort, fear, or some other emotion that doesn't feel particularly good. Then you can just see it. You can just know, okay, what's preventing me from taking action is a feeling, discomfort, worry, whatever it might be. And then you can start deciding whether or not that's a feeling you're willing to feel in order to get the result that you want. Next question, what actions might make it easier for you to implement the solution, whether it's one you dislike or one that you like? So for example, one thing you might be able to do is block out time so that you can create the systems um, so that you can then hire somebody because it's very difficult to hire somebody and then have no systems. You're kind of just teaching them on the fly. You can do it, but one way that 
is much more calm, much more grounded, and it comes from a more calm and grounded place, is planning ahead of time, knowing exactly how you want to walk someone through your processes and knowing your processes ahead of time. I was working with a client on this recently, and she was really thinking about what does she need to know now? What's an evaluation process that I want to walk my um, potential hire through so that week by week, I can tell them ahead of time what my expectations are. And then at the end of the week, say whether or not they have met those expectations and give them a very clear reason why. And then take that structure and bring it into the next week. What are the expectations I have for them the next week? What trainings do I want to make sure that they are taking? What independent work do I want to make sure that they are doing while I am doing other things and they still have the opportunity to ask me questions? So if you think about these things ahead of time, it's like laying the groundwork for making the bigger decision of hiring someone. Because when you feel more confident about yourself and your processes and your ability to onboard somebody onto your team, then it makes the decision process of talking to people much easier because you can tell them, this is the process I'm going to walk you through. You can get a sense for whether or not they're on board with week-to-week employment as you're starting to like see what their potential is, see what their abilities are. You can create a project even to then test them. Of course, you're going to pay them to do that project, but you could say, I want to see how you fulfill this project before I decide to hire you on full time. So just know that these are the things you can start thinking about to create more confidence on a bigger decision, like hiring somebody. You can do things like setting time aside to research best hiring and firing practices in your state, outline exactly what you need uh, for the position that you're looking to fill, those kinds of things. Because when you have that solid foundation for yourself, you will then be able to go into the hiring conversation much more confidently. And then why do you think you haven't taken these steps before? Whatever it is, that you know fits your example whatever thing that you were you were figuring out would make it easier for you to implement those solutions why do you think you haven't taken that step before this usually comes down to what you believe either about yourself or the world around you and this this example's just been coming up a lot in my coaching sessions which is why I'm bringing it up so for example you may believe there's no good people out there so you don't take any actions to attempt to find one or even do the research to try to find one that's not the real problem the real problem is how you are thinking about what you think the problem is don't make me say that 10 times fast but when we believe our brain that it's impossible to fill in the blank right? We don't look for solutions. And I have talked to numerous attorneys who have told me there's just no good people, right? There's nobody they can find. And they haven't even thought about going to services that actually do the vetting for you or how to hire someone in a way that doesn't have them putting all their eggs in one basket or to find somebody who works remotely because there's so many remote options now or finding like a part-time person who's going to help them with one particular task that's difficult. Like their brains can't even go there because it's so focused on this is just impossible. It can't be done. A very normal response of our brain, but we have to get in the habit of ignoring what our brain thinks is possible because it is just wrong all the time. Just assume your brain will tell you a lie then get to work problem solving to prove it wrong. 
The next part of this, I want you to start brainstorming the possible solutions, right? The possible solutions to your problem. What are they? Have them all laid out, right? Because now you're kind of refining here. You had like your big picture, all the the solutions that you had. And now you're coming down to what are the solutions I want to focus on? And so now you have this list of solutions. I want you to pick one to implement. Do that one and then pick another one and another one and another one and so on. All right. That is day two. Day three. Okay. Let me talk to you about days in one, one and two real quick. They were really about getting clarity on what you like and don't like about what's currently going on in your life and your practice and creating practical solutions that will help you feel better right now. But what if, even if after you've done all of that, you know, there's still something else happening that you don't feel fulfilled, that you're not progressing the way you want to in your career, that you aren't making as much money or impact as you want to with your life. Well, day three is about getting clarity on your next move using the information that you've already established in days one and two. So answer these questions for yourself. What do you want? How do you think you would feel if you had that already? What do you think would be different in your life if you felt that way now? What do you think is preventing you from having that right now? If you believed you could 100% have that life, have that goal in your hot little hand, would you take action on making it happen? If not, why not? If yes, why would you? This is the why that you're going to keep coming back to over and over again when things get hard, because things will inevitably get hard. You won't want to do things. You will have setbacks and you will keep coming back to this why. Put it on a post-it note, put it on your computer, make sure you're looking at it anytime you get discouraged. When we haven't taken action on a desire, it's because we don't truly believe we can have it. A couple episodes ago, I talked about having belief before action, and I will link to it in the show notes. I want to give you a heads up. This process will feel uncomfortable. Your brain will want to walk away from the paper. It will not want to answer the questions. It will tell you to do it later. Do not let your brain run your life. Take 20 minutes and concentrate on this. This is really going to help you. A few more questions I want you to ask yourself. But I wanted to give you that heads up because our brains will rebel because these are not easy questions, right? (laughs) That's why it's so helpful having a mentor to really keep asking these questions over and over again in a different way so that your brain can start to just answer them. But you can sit down. You can do this. They're all in the transcript. All right. A few more questions. Why do you think you haven't accomplished this goal right now? What will you need to let go of to accomplish this goal? What's one piece of this that I can implement now? Because what's going to happen is when you start answering those two questions, I ask, why do you think you haven't accomplished this now? And what will I need to let go of to accomplish this goal? You're going to come up with a bunch more ideas. You're going to have all kinds of crazy things that happen. And you're going to have some actions you can take. And I want you to just ask yourself, what is one piece? What is one action I can take that I can implement now? Is that short-term solution, because this is just going to be a short-term solution, right? We're not necessarily going to hit the goal right away. We just kind of want to understand where our brain is on this. Is that short-term solution worth the time slash money slash energy to you? If so, why? 
the reason I'm asking this question is because sometimes we will want to make a shortcut because we think it's a good idea. So for instance, we might decide, I'll just keep going with this um, employee example that's been going through the podcast. So we might decide that we want to um, answer the phones for the next two months instead of making a hire. And that might be a solution that we want to make, but we want to understand why. Is it coming from fear and that we're putting off um, hiring an assistant? Or is it a practical solution right now because you are in the process of trying to find somebody and it's not impeding your ability to serve other clients? And on the flip side of that, are you hiring somebody that is way more um, cash heavy, right? Way more expensive, like an associate versus an assistant, right? You want to like make the short-term commitment. You want to make a commitment that's really long-term, but it's just a in the short term, you're thinking, oh, well, if I hire an associate, my life will be easier versus saying, is this going to be worth it long term if I have them come in? Am I going to are they going to be able to pay for themselves or do I want to look at what a more stable long term solution is, which is to find an assistant that is going to offload a lot of the work that I'm doing so that I can bill more? Like really just think it through. That's why this question is so important. Are you making a decision from fear or are you consciously making a long-term decision that's going to serve your best interests? Um, All right. I think that's it. So you can go to the show notes and download the transcript to get all of these questions. They're all lined up. This is really short and sweet episodes. So you'll be able to go in and print it out. If you want help getting clarity on what you want, and get a plan to make it happen, that's what I am here for. Book a strategy session with me and you're gonna get clarity on your next move. You are gonna learn exactly what you need to do next to make your goals happen. All right, my friend, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.